Welcome one to another episode of the Bleed Hockey Podcast. Um, so, um, got some news for you. Um, although not really news as in, you know, like, oh, such and such signed, you know, wherever. But um, news is in like rumors. So, without further ado, let's dive in. Uh, straight into it. First off, um, just to get out of the way, even though it's not a rumor yet, uh, before we get into that. Um, if I was to record yesterday, I was supposed to record yesterday, but um, I had to upgrade uh, my RAM on my, uh, on my computer, and I forgot that you needed, I needed an extra card for it instead of um, just the one card I had. So uh, that's why I'm recording today, because I got that second card. So um, since everything's closed um and have limited hours you know i wasn't able to go and get that second card but here we are um that and it's 20 days until uh easy hockey views celebrates its first uh birthday so uh happy early birthday uh to the easy hockey reviews and hopefully uh We'll be off on the 13th of May, which is the birthday of Easy Hack Reviews, where I would plan to uh, have a first anniversary uh, episode and talk about whatever uh, at the time or like going over, you know, the past year or whatever. But uh, we still got about three weeks to go. And uh, for those that are watching on the uh, YouTube side, I'm not trying to look straight at the camera the entire time, although I probably should turn off this uh, whole light ring so I don't blind myself, though. Uh, actually, yeah, I could probably stare right into your soul if you want. Um, <laughs> um, but anyway, um, yeah, 20 days until the anniversary. And um, with that said, um for future reference because for those that at least if they l watch it on youtube and have been going on the uh playlist uh going off the playlist or if you go use a um podcasting service that div um that divides if the podcast that you listen to divides stuff up into seasons like uh we are here um we're currently in season one and for future references, the se uh, seasons go from uh, the day after the uh, awarding of the Stanley Cup. That's when the season will end. The day after that is when, uh, well, basically when the second offseason officially starts, which is the day after Stanley Cup, uh, that's when season uh, the seasons will start. Uh, but because of this unique situation that we're in, um, season two will start on the day, uh, of, uh, the anniversary if the NHL hasn't resumed play by then. So, um, which with the rumors that we have for you, uh, looks like that season two of this podcast starts on May 13th or whenever I have that anniversary episode. Um, but yeah, every, future seasons after that season three and onward will, uh, will start the day after the cup has been awarded. And, uh, now we 
got out, got that out of the way. Uh, diving into some uh, uh, rumors and news for you. Um, first off, it uh, seems that the New Jersey Devils are looking uh, for a new head coach because uh, I guess uh, who they currently have for their interim coach since they uh, fired John Hines uh, in the middle of the season. Uh, this past, uh, well, this current season, it's currently in pause. Um, looks like uh, of candidates, uh, big candidates that have um, been interviewed for the job is uh, none other than uh, Vegas Golden Knight alumnus over here. Uh, Gerard Gallant and uh, hopefully I, I'd actually like to see him go there or as uh, the hockey guy on YouTube also mentioned a another potential landing spot for Gerard Gallant being uh, the Detroit Red Wings if uh, that uh, Stevie Y decides to uh, move on from uh, old uh, Jeff Blaschel but um, we'll have to see how well first off we have to really have to see um, how the draft is going to play out, uh, which then is a segue into the rumor that the uh, draft is supposed uh, is supposed to be uh, in June, and um, which is tip which is when it would have been anyway. Um, but the rumor is that uh, it'll be in June uh, during the playoffs in the middle and they'll still have playoffs after the draft, which makes no sense. Um, which also to tie into that rumor also has it that the season will be back, uh, in July. So once again, then you have to ask the question, how does that logically work? Because also, uh, to the hockey guy on YouTube's point, uh, that he made, on the video, on his video that he made, I think it was yesterday, the day before that. Um, for I mean, yeah, for teams that are out of a contention spot for the playoffs, yeah, fine and dandy. But for those that are in a playoff spot, like the Blues, Golden Knights, Calgary, Edmonton, you know, all those teams that are in playoff contention right now, if they were to have a um the draft before the playoffs because that's where you typically would offload assets to you know really cap relief or stuff like that you know i mean you'd have to have the draft after the playoffs or either that or you cancel games and then you do your draft and start from scratch next season which from what a lot of analysts at least over in america have been saying that during the fall, the whole virus might come back even double than what it is right now, uh, which would probably put next season in jeopardy, even though it's already probably in jeopardy already because they'll have to push the start of that down the line. So uh, a lot of people's hands are up in the air and be like, what do we do? You know? Um, but... Um, but yeah, and to uh, put some reinforcement on that rumor that the NHL will be looking to start around July, uh, Andy Slater of Fox Sports 640 out in South Florida uh, on Twitter uh, mentioning that uh, they are looking to restart the season in July. 
Uh, games would be played in at four or five neutral sites with limited or no fans, uh, according to uh, the Pan- uh, Panthers' uh, president, Matt Caldwell, uh, on a, a conference call, although he says that the plan is not finalized, but it's on the table, uh, as it may. Um, which with the four or five neutral sites, uh, which then ties into a uh, interview that Ron McLean uh, had with Gary Bettman. If you want to have, if you want to see the full interview, uh, the link of it is in the notes, uh, either in the description below on the YouTube side or in the podcast side, it's in the notes uh, there for you. Um, but uh, two big questions uh, that we're going to cover uh, here it, that Ron McLean had for him is number one, uh, are they in a race with the NBA to get back and be basically the first, you know, league to come back? Also consider that the NHL shares a lot of the same buildings as the NBA. So scheduling, they kind of have to, uh, coexist with, um, essentially, you know, that follows up to the second question, where would they have these? Uh, neutral sites because a lot of uh, rumors being like I'd be in like North Dakota or New Hampshire or somewhere that there's not a current place for a that has a team Um, which basically number one he said that there's no race um, looking at all parameters uh, before a potential return and uh, it would have to be in a city that has already a team in it because they are the most, uh, the best suited for the NHL because it's, you know, an NHL arena. Um, and also I heard a rumor swirling around that uh, they would have, they would just have a neutral site for each division. So place in the Pacific central and so on and so forth. Um, and uh, and then also, uh, Ron McLean asked Gary Bettman if uh, a college or someone like that that also has a hockey program, or whatever, if that could work. But uh, yeah, he uh, basically was like, no, NHL. I mean, it basically had to be in the NHL arena because you know it's the best suited and it has the NHL variety locker rooms and it has the uh, practice facilities and all sorts of stuff like that. So, um, but yeah, the, the full interview uh is in the show notes if you want to uh after this uh go and uh check that out but uh yeah um that's that and um now we'll uh get into the uncertainty and uh the feature cast for a the free agency class of 2020 even though uh, as it may on top of the fact that we don't know when the draft might be uh we don't even know when free agency will start so uh, and also how the cap's going to be because there's a rumor that it's going to go down or stay the same. So uh, with that said, um, we now uh, have a break for our lovely sponsor. All right, so diving into the uh, free agency list. Um, so first off, there are 287 players, uh, at least as of uh, jotting all of these uh Players down, um, which also got to give credit uh, where credit is due, uh, along with a lot of of my uh, news that I do get um, on top of NHL 
network and all the Twitter feeds and all that. Um, complete hockey news on uh, Facebook. Um, they don't just do NHL. They'll do like legitimately like everything. Um, but they uh, comprise this list, even though there's a lot of typos uh, that I found. But uh, regardless, I'm appreciative of this list um, of 287 players that are about to uh, hit uh, UFA status. Uh, so without further ado, um, I'm not going to read all 287 of them. But uh, Anaheim Ducks got 13 players. Um, Arizona got six players. Boston Bruins got eight. Uh, Sabres got 12. Flames got 15 of them. Uh, Hurricanes got seven. Uh, Blackhawks only got four. Uh, Avalanche got nine. Uh, Columbus Blue Jackets only got two. That's something. Uh, Dallas Stars got 11. Detroit Red Wings got 10. Uh, Edmonton Oilers got 13. Uh, Florida Panthers got 10. Uh, Kings got 6. The Wild got 9. Canadians got 3. The Predators got 10. Devils have 8. Islanders have 10. Rangers have 9. Senators have 11. Flyers have 10. Penguins have 8. Sharks have 10. Blues have 8. Lightning have 11. Maple Leafs have 12. Uh, Canucks have nine, Golden Knights have ten, um, Capitals have seven, and uh, Winnipeg Jets have 16, which are now 15 because Dustin Bufflin's contract has been terminated. Uh, and of all of the 287 UFAs uh, going to market, uh, I have plucked one, two, seven of them. Uh, to where um, I'd say are probably the more high-profile uh, guys. Even though uh, if you were to go find this list yourself and you'd probably find someone like, oh, what about this guy? Like, for example, going up to Calgary Flames, uh, did not put down TJ Brody. I did not put down Travis Hamannick. Uh Or for Carolina Hurricanes, didn't put down uh, Joel Edmondson. Or uh, for uh, Avalanche, and put Vladislav uh, Namestikov. And there's a lot of like, there's a lot of top six forwards or top nine forwards I did not put in that uh, quote unquote headliner t- material list. Or same for uh, a bottom four defenseman. Um, and plus, major a good chunk of these players aren't even or haven't really been playing in the NHL. They're probably just the AHL guys and they just, you know, need to be signed or they're about to retire. Uh, like the Red Wings, uh, Kyle Brodziak, Trevor Daly. Um, there's two on there uh, as an example. But um, we only have, yeah, I only have uh, one forward uh, for in the headliner group. Uh, four defensemen and two goalies. So first off, uh, we'll go ahead and knock out uh, these uh, headliners. So, uh, all right. So I had to do some editing. Um, but anyway, um, headliners. First off, let's uh, talk about the one and only uh, forward I have on the group, and that's uh, Taylor Hall. Who's currently 28 years old? Uh, his current uh, 
contract is six million dollars. Uh, three million of which is getting paid by Arizona. Three million is getting paid by New Jersey. Uh, 65 games played this season, 16 goals, 36 assists, 52 points with a minus 14 rating. Although can't really fault him for that uh, plus minus being so damn low uh, because, you know, New Jersey um, being New Jersey. um, Now, whether I mean 28 um, entering UFA, the thing that kind of sucks with a lot of these deals here is otherwise there's probably a lot of teams, including yours, uh, yours truly's team, the Blues, um, where even though they're kind of strapped for cash or uh, borderline strapped for cash, uh, if the season wasn't in the je- in jeopardy that it's in right now, I would foresee them being able to keep players that they otherwise are about to maybe potentially lose because the cap situation now. Now, even though, yes, it's not the player's problem to, you know, maneuver the cap to keep them there or whatever, they don't have to go and venture off, even though a lot of fans are going to be like, oh, well, he could have taken a if cap-friendly deal or, yeah, cap-friendly, team-friendly deal uh, at least for another year just to buy us some time, da 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 because the circumstances, I'm like, yeah, but that's not, their pro- that's not their problem. That's between their agent and the general manager to figure, the, figure out. So... Um, Taylor Hall, even though a lot of people, uh, especially since Arizona's, uh, the wind kind of left their sails, uh, for their race to the, um, playoffs. I mean, they weren't out of it, although, uh, at the point of, uh, the momentum that was going on, it, it looked like they were kind of, uh, falling back and back and back. And then eventually, uh, falling out, like, probably right around game 82 um, being right up there, uh, which is still closer than where they were last year, but still um, not making the playoffs, especially when you go and trade in assets for Taylor Hall, uh, which a lot of people are like the second they got him, uh, and then they started falling off. I mean, they had their streak, but then whenever, uh, well, streaking, uh, you know, winning, a lot groups of you know gobs of games uh, at a time uh, when it started falling off the tracks uh, they're like oh well if they don't make the playoffs they're definitely not going to keep Taylor Hall and I would foresee Taylor Hall to move somewhere else I don't know where uh, especially with the rumor that the cap's not even going to go up and there's even a rumor that it's going to go down Um, but We'll have to see how that goes, but yeah, I I, I don't know. Um, that's up for uh, discussion. But for sure, he's 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 gonna make probably around uh, nine. Uh, I wouldn't. I I I want to say I've read somewhere that people are gonna say, "Oh, Taylor Hall's gonna be getting like ten or plus million." No. I, I don't 
anything higher than nine. And even then, I mean, yeah, he's been on some crappy teams. Yeah. But I mean, he's not, yeah, he's a top six guy, but he's not a guy that's going to be your star guy, a star guy like Crosby, like a McDavid are going to get the double digits nowadays, but, or dry sidle, but even though he's only making 8.5, but, but yeah, um, what can I say? Um, now if I was to take a stab at who could get him, that's not the coyotes and not the rate and, uh, the devils, uh, well, looking at uh, cap friendly over here at the current cap uh, room for people. Uh, anyone that's a contender, uh, I mean, let's say offload some people and they're looking to, you know, bolster a little bit more. I don't think I don't think Nashville needs to. Uh, tinker anything with forwards i think they need to maybe worry about their defense a little bit better um uh islanders maybe i mean man maybe islanders uh jets need to worry about their defense uh rangers uh maybe perhaps uh the canadians are like kind of like that they don't really know what they want to do right now uh, well, avalanches have a whole bunch of cap space. They could, they could manage, but, um, but yeah, I mean, cause they have the fourth most cap space in all of the NHL right now. So avalanche, that would just make them even more deadlier. So, uh, yay. <laughs> and yeah, central going to get a, Real uh, hairy soon, that's for sure. Especially not this season, not next season, but the season after next season when uh, Arizona moves to the Central and Seattle uh, comes into league. And that's when things get interesting. Uh, because also, if this scenario was next offseason, we wouldn't be talking about how potentially people are going to be missing out on some really good players that they otherwise wouldn't be able to sign um, because they could just offload someone to Seattle and make that cap space, and then they could sign them. Like uh, Blues fans here, as we talk about our our, our El Capitan, uh, Alex Petrangelo, 30 years of age, $6.5 million. Um, now probably by proxy, uh, dubbed the greatest uh, blue uh, blues captain of all time because he's the first one to hoist the Stanley Cup. Um, so, so yeah, um, a hell of a title to have going into free agency. Um, I would foresee him, even though, yes, we got the cup, and he's a big part of that. Um, I wouldn't foresee him getting more uh more than nine 
nine nine nine point five. Uh, now I would absolutely love, 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 if he was to stay, just like how many of Blues fans would also agree that we would love to have our our captain Alex Petrangelo stay because of uh, especially after uh, how sour it was with Bacchus leaving. Um. Because he was beloved here too, um, and then he left, and then kind of you know left a bad taste in our mouths. But um, but yeah, if Alex Petrangelo was to stay, number one, guarantee you, this the day that he would retire, like the day after he would retire, his number would probably be retired. That on top of that. I've, Getting a tr- getting a statue in front of Enterprise Center, um, maybe a street named after him. I don't know. We'll uh, we'll see uh, where that goes. But um, now, would I be surprised if he makes ten? No, but he ain't making ten with the Blues. That's for sure. And if he does, then we're gonna have to really offload some people because we don't have the cap for that. I mean, yeah, we have the young you know, talent to where we could probably get rid of an expensive D man. And had we not signed Justin Falk, uh, uh, to an extension already, or just, you know, not got him at all. We'd probably be a little bit easier off with, um, with that negotiation with Petrangelo. Although, yeah, I understand, you know, basically it's kind of like, Hey, uh, we get Justin Falk, and the idea is to, you know, pawn him off to uh, Seattle so then we can keep everybody else. And then by that time, then, you know, Nico Mikula, maybe Jake Wallman, uh, Scott Peronovich, uh, he'll be a bigger winner, not a big deal. Um, potentially in the back end by that, by around that time, and they're all going to be on ELCs, so it'll be super cheap. Um, and who knows? So, um, which if we were to keep a trend, that would mean that uh, odds are we're gonna get rid of Jake Allen, um, because that's about like four million off, four four and a half million off the books there to uh, make some space. Uh, that, and you can't really uh take Bo Meester's numbers off the books because it basically stays on there because we just resigned Marco Scandella. Um but yeah, well uh it, it's up, up in the air. Uh and plus his numbers, 70 games played, uh season 16 goals, 36 assists, 52 points, the same as a forward, same as Taylor Hall. Even though uh, Taylor Hall got those numbers in, uh, with five less games than him, but he's a defenseman and he got all that. Um, plus 11 on the plus minus rating there. Also because he's on a, you know, a good team, Central Division leading team, I add. Um, and also Western Conference leading team, may I add. Um, but... But yeah, Alex Petrangelo's got a lot of a uh, lot left in the tank. That's for sure. And also because defensemen they they go on for a long while. Uh, forwards, I mean, you can depending on who you are. Especially if you're like Ovi, 
uh, or you're probably going to be planning in your 40s to get uh, Gretzky's um, record uh, broken. But, um, but yeah, uh, now if I was to ponder as to who would sign Alex Petrangelo if not the Blues, someone out there is probably going to say, oh, Toronto maybe. As interesting as that would be, and even though I would uh, be super pissed if, you know, he left, uh, I mean, for Toronto, I would like to see them, you know, get past the first round and all that. And, you know, with that said, you'd think I'd be wearing the old uh, Toronto Maple Leafs jersey. I haven't worn that thing on on an episode in, like, forever. But, uh, not to get off track, but, yeah, we, it'd be, it, I, I uh, yeah, other than Toronto, um, Avalanche also, because they've got cap space. Um, I don't know about Blue Jackets, but, uh, not that meant, I mean, and Nashville needs, a guy, but they already got Roman Yossi for roughly, you know, yeah, like nine some million. So if you're gonna pay, you ain't gonna pay two D men that much money. That no, don't be stupid like Toronto and pay almost half of your cap for four people. Like it'd be like going down that path. But um, yeah, hopefully he stays with us. Um, then also we have Tory Krug, 29 years of age, 5.25 million is on his uh, contract right now. 61 games played, nine goals, 40 assists, 49 points, and minus four rating on the league-leading team, Boston Bruins. Um, even though I hate the Bruins, the Bruins are my second most hated team I have. Uh, obviously next to the Blackhawks, obviously. But um, I, I do like Tory Krug, and I do like Tory Krug's uh, game, even though he uh, he blatantly charged at uh, Robert Thomas during the uh, finals, even though people are going to be like, the Boston Bruins fans are going to be like, oh, it wasn't a charge. Oh, it was a charge. Believe you me, it was a charge. Um, but we can uh, fight about that till we're all blue in the face. Uh, St. Louis blue in the face, pun intended. But um, do you like his game? Uh, he's an animal out there, uh, to say the least. And he only had, yeah, and then like nine last games than Petrangelo, and he has three less points than him. And I mean, yeah, I mean his plus minus rating is you know not a plus eleven; it's a minus four. But you know, it's it it's all right. Um, plus and minuses. I mean, as long as you're closer to zero than a further away from it you know it seems that you're fine um i would foresee because boston bruins have currently according to cap friendly uh $669,543 in cap space so they're also a team that could be in jeopardy of losing a good great defenseman um 
in Tory Krug. Um, which then go then big. Oh, who would sign him? I mean, I mean, Red Wings don't really have that much uh, cap space since he's from Michigan. Um, he has like one point five mil. Uh, once again, Predators, but you wouldn't want to, you know, get him because you know they're fighting with Roman Yossi there. Um, the Jets maybe. The Jets would be an interesting uh, landing spot for Krug. Um, because they do need uh help on D, uh, because yeah, um, uh, Blue Jackets, the Blue Jackets would be pretty interesting, uh, because they've only got they've got about five million, and depending on who they can offload, um, now as for teams that probably could really use it, uh, Minnesota Wild, uh, they really need to offload some uh the older guys and get, inject some youth in there, um. But you're probably gonna want to have Krug for a team that's you know ready to make a playoff run instead of uh, trying to rebuild with him, uh, especially at 29. But yeah, um, then we have Tyson Berry circling back to uh, Toronto uh, since Toronto's uh, cap space zero dollars. Zero dollars. That is what uh cat friendly says. Zero dollars. Same with the Arizona Coyotes. Zero dollars. And then uh even Dallas Stars have eight hundred and fifteen dollars in cap space. Like zero dollars. <laughs> and they uh their their cap is ninety-five uh ninety-five mil right now, and they're L- and they're using thirteen point six million in LTIR. That's that's insane. And they have 48 contracts too. Um, which Tyson Berry being 28, 5.5 million is his cap hit. Uh, 2.75 of that is being paid by Toronto, and then the other 2.75 is being paid by Colorado. Um, 70 games played, five goals, 34 assists. Uh, 39 games played minus uh, 39 points. My bad. Uh, and seven po- uh, minus seven on the plus and minus. So, um, because Toronto also need really needs help and uh, defense, to say the least, especially after uh. I believe Barry went down. Uh, Morgan Riley went down. Uh, there's a couple other. Hmm. Let me see. Um, da, 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 da. Yeah, Morgan Riley was out. CeCe was out. Uh, Muzzin was out. Barry was out. I believe Dermot was out for a little bit. So they were basically running their a uh, their Marleys back in for the entire time. So so yeah, they uh, they need some depth in that that blue line, which is why I uh, harp on the fact that they spent so much damn money on their forward group because their defense is just they need better. They need better, for sure. Definitely need to be better. 
Which Barry, yeah, minus seven. Uh, I mean, he's not bad. But I feel like me, he'd probably be better suited elsewhere. Um, because it, se- cause it seems that with Riley, CC, and Muzzin, it's kind of just something just, I don't, I mean, I'm saying basing off of numbers wise, I mean, there's probably, I mean, with the minus seven, it basically is entailing that he doesn't defend as well as he probably could. And maybe just is not, you know, the chemistry enough or just the fact that just pairings or something. Um, I could see him moving on somewhere. And regardless, he's probably going to move anyway because they're not going to be able to afford him anyway. Um, for him, a team like, uh, I don't know if they're trying to put some spare parts together. Chicago could probably get, get them to, to try to get, uh, Kane and Taze another, uh, cup, even though they have to go with the blues and we'll destroy them. Um, somehow Vegas might be in the conversation for, for how, I don't know how, but they probably can make, weasel their way in there. Um, and then it all circles back to the Canadians, Blue Jackets, Avalanche, Rangers, Islanders. Uh, basically, basically, you know, the people who have the most cap space because like, you know, mentioned, cap space is kind of a premium right now because we don't know if it's going to go up. We don't know if it's going to go down. We don't know if it's staying the same. Because um, still don't even know if this season's even going to be done, if it's even going to finish. But because all we're saying is it wasn't the cup wasn't awarded in 1918 when the Spanish flu happened. So I mean that we can go without a Stanley Cup champion this season, just like back in 2005 didn't have one because of the uh, the lockout either. But. But you got to make that, they got to make that money. But at, at what point, like at what point we, we, we kind of really need to start getting some answers here. But yeah, bottom, bottom end of this list here. Um, and then last defenseman on the group, Brendan Dillon uh, from the Washington Capitals, uh, who uh, they acquired from the Sharks, uh, age 29, 3.27 million. Uh, all of which is getting paid by the uh, Capitals. Uh, 69 games played, nice. Uh, one goal, 13 assists, 14 points, minus two is his rating. Uh, can't really put that on him um, too much. Uh, I mean, he, he's a good top four defenseman, that's for sure. Um, very solid in his work. Uh, and also the fact that he was on the on the Sharks and they uh, were not good. No, they were not good <laughs> at all. <laughs> so, um, I mean, kind of like copy and paste basically what I said about Taylor Hall. I mean, put him on, on a shitty team, you're going to get shitty numbers. Although Taylor Hall doesn't have shitty numbers. He's a, he just has a shitty uh, plus minus record. Well, as for Dylan, I mean, his numbers could be better, but I mean, they could also be worse too, especially his plus minus. It's only minus two. 
So, um, I mean, the Capitals, they could potentially keep them, especially if they were to part ways for uh, their goalie that's uh, hitting free agency, which is at the end of this list here. Um, but, I mean, once again, let's take you go into the list, look at who has the most cap space. Odds are, especially if they're a potential contender or like up there, like Blue Jackets or maybe a Canadiens or even a Rangers, they're probably in the conversation for them. And then we even go into our uh, two goalies here Robin Leonard, 28 years of age, 5 million acquired uh, from the Blackhawks to the uh, Vegas Golden Knights, backing up uh, Mark Andre Fleury. Uh, 36 games played, 19 wins, 10 losses, 5 overtime losses, 2.89 goals against average, not too bad, and a 9.20 save percentage, also not too bad um, for playing on a uh, the Blackhawks. Which uh, even uh, Corey Crawford's also a uh, UFA, but we're not going to mention him because uh, not making his list, old uh, Crawford. Uh, your time's up. But um, and the fact that Robin Leonard uh, decided, oh, I don't want the two-year contract that uh, the Islanders was offering for him uh, and took the exact same money, but only for one year to the Blackhawks. And uh, the way that stuff was looking, he, he was, he was going to be on a team that could very well could have went on a run. And we probably could have seen uh, Blues and Knights for a Western Conference final. How awesome would that have been? Uh, let's see these two guys behind me uh, go at it. Like how we could have had last year. But because the uh, the Sharks be the Sharks um, and the NHL be in the NHL, um, we're deprived of that, and so we got the Sharks and Blues. But, uh, but yeah. Uh, now, where could Leonard go? Well, uh, who needs a goalie? Um, ask ourselves, yeah, who needs a goalie? Uh, Jets don't. Rangers, eh. Uh, Canadians, they ain't moving off of price. Uh, Blue Jackets just re-signed Corpusalo. Uh, Avalanche got their guy. Uh, and Grubauer and also France. So is a uh, pretty good, uh, pretty solid in that. That's for sure. Um, Islanders, uh, they ain't going back there. Wilds got Dubnik, but uh, I mean, I don't know. Uh, Predators, they, they've got Rene and Saros, and, uh, Lightning. No, uh, Flames, maybe, but they've got Riddick, and Riddick's been pretty solid for them. Uh, Hurricanes would be an interesting place for them because they don't really have a, a solid number one, solid number two. Uh, he ain't going back to the Sabres, and plus everyone that goes to the Sabres, like basically their career is dead on arrival. I feel bad for Jack, Jack Eichel, that's for sure, and Rasmus Ristolainen. Um Sharks could really use a guy because Martin Jones, mm, no, nope, nope. You. Uh, yeah, who else really needs a goalie? I mean, 
looking at this list, I mean, Kings, eh, but you wouldn't want to have Leonard go to a rebuilder. It's a waste, waste of potential, that's for sure. Although, if you wanted to really uh, strive to bring a team back up, like a, a team that had high hopes to make the playoffs this year, like, a, I don't know, a, a New Jersey Devils, uh, yeah, New Jersey Devils, Robin Leonard, like, fits together perfectly. I I mean, it makes sense to me. I mean, especially if they were to somehow, you know, get rid of that contract from uh, Corey Schneider. Oh, God. Because they're already at $8.7 million, million and his contract's like six. Like five and a half, six million. And, they, and they're trying to push that down into the AHL. They had a guy, Corey Schneider, making that money down in the AHL. So if you were to move off of him, you even got more money to spend on a, a goalie that can win. So, yeah, I'd say Robin Leonard, Devils. That makes sense to me. Makes sense to me. Um, definitely a boost in that. So let's see uh, what else they can do if they were to get him, especially Gerard Gallant. They got Gerard Gallant, Robin Leonard. Uh, how wild would that be? That'd be in, in, that'd be kind of that'd be kind of cool. Uh, which then brings us to the final uh, guy, Braden Holtby, the Holt Beast. Uh, age thirty, six point one million. This is contract. Forty-eight games played, twenty-five wins, fourteen losses, six overtime losses, a three-eleven goals against average. It's kind of average. Uh, and 897 save percentage, which is also kind of average. Uh, well, yeah, it's always average for a guy of his caliber. Uh, he could definitely do better. Especially, and you can't really blame defense for the Capitals because their defense is pretty damn solid, I'd say. Um, especially with John Carlson basically the the head of that decor that they have um but you know people have you know people's careers have their ebbs and flows and all that but um and i would foresee him leaving the capitals although i've i've heard i've read somewhere i think someone was saying that he could go to edmonton that does i mean I guess I mean because you have because you have Koskinen and uh, Smith and that, and then odds are Smith's probably either gonna hang him up or move to yet another team because he's like on the goalie hot potato uh, potato uh, musical chairs deal right now, uh, at least as of late. Um, but yeah. I mean, other than the Capitals, uh, I mean, would it be helpful for the Edmonton Oilers to have Holtby in the, in the back of the net? Absolutely. But, I mean, that'd probably be more of a place more suited for uh, a Robin Leonard than a Brayden Holtby. 
And plus, also, who do you have for uh, Washington? I mean, I know you have uh, Samsonov, and then he's very highly touted, yeah, really highly touted, you know, guy. And you know, from the game, like couple games I've seen him in net, he's pretty solid. And he's definitely going to be probably the future of the franchise in net. But um, yeah, I mean, I feel like I still feel like Holpe's kind of their guy. Um, and I don't really know anyone else, uh, any other team that could really benefit for having him, or at the very least, him benefiting by going elsewhere. Because, yeah, there's plenty of teams that would benefit of him being there, but he's not going to necessarily benefit of himself being there. Like Detroit, for example, they could definitely be, you know, helped out. Scott, Scott by a sky mile be uh, helpful for, for them. But because of the fact that there's like little to no chances they're gonna make the playoffs and make anything of his time there the entire time there, other than like, oh, we're getting you know used to winning and blah da 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 da, he ain't gonna really get anything out of it. He's not gonna get a real good chance at another cup, or he's not gonna get, you know, he's not gonna get where he could, you know, where he's at right now with Washington where they have a really good chance of going for another cup or you know or somewhere else that's a contender but but yeah that's that's basically uh headliners for that but I mean yeah there's I mean there's a slew of other guys that are like uh a whole bunch of depth guys that could be going around um places and a lot of and there's probably a lot of guys that'll probably retire out of these uh people of the 200 and plus 287 uh players like uh Dustin Bufflin don't know where he's gonna go but I'd imagine he'll go elsewhere uh or I mean he's out going elsewhere because they terminated him but I would imagine he maybe looks at retiring but if if not he'll probably try to go for a contender maybe at a more of a te- uh team friendly deal but uh but yeah that's that's basically it for the most part i mean not really much else to say um for that especially since we'd still once again it'd be a little bit easier to really kind of graft as to who could go where and get kind of get a little bit better idea of um, landing spots uh, if we were, you know, if we had a recol- any kind of recollect any kind of recollection of number one openings because during a the draft there's probably dr- trades and whatever or offseason trades for people that are currently on rosters to make room for people in the UFA. Uh, on the UFA listings or um, or knowing what the cap's going to be. So then you know, you know, what's set aside and what to offer and stuff like that. If you don't even try to go, you know, offer sheeting people. So, I mean, still a lot to figure out. 
And plus, that's not even taking into account RFAs. Because, yeah, we talk, we just talked about majority of this episode about UFAs. Talk about RFAs, too, with the whole cap situation that they have to figure out. Like, the, the NHL, I mean, I know sports as it is, or amongst many other things, have been, you know, flipped on its head and, you know, got a pile driver, you know, and, you know, hurt its neck on the way down. But um, definitely been thrown for a ride, that's for sure. And uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens. And I, and I feel for all the teams, including, you know, Blues fans, Vegas fans, Coyotes fans, every team, I feel for you that you very might, just might, miss out on a really nice, great player because the captain go up, the cap might go down, and they might not want to reason with you. But hey, if it was a perfect world, all your favorite guys would take maybe the exact same money for one extra year and then try to get a payday next year and bet on themselves next year and maybe even get more money than they probably could have gotten this this uh this summer but that's a lot of wishful thinking that is for certain but but yeah that's uh that's been it for this episode uh for however long it is because since i do the recording on zoom it doesn't tell me how long these episodes are so i i figured that out after during post so um so yeah there's that and uh Circling back uh, for your notes uh, for, uh, from the uh, details of the episode today, um, link in description for if anyone wants to uh, watch that uh, interview with Gary Bettman uh, from Ron McLean. Uh, and also, uh, still have the link up for uh, Spit and Chicklets's, uh, Spit and Chicklets's uh, really fun for the ECHL players, uh, staff and coaches, um, and players as well. Uh, link is in the description uh, below on the YouTube side and on the uh, podcast side in the show notes. Um, and social medias, uh, I don't really plug those, but in, anyone wants to, you know, follow around. Um, I might, you know, if I get more people to be, you know, you know, responsive, I would probably uh, be on there more often uh, than I currently am. Uh, Instagram, Easy Hacker Reviews, Twitter, Easy Hacker Reviews, Facebook, Easy Hacker Reviews. It's all the same thing, basically. Only Facebook, it's all easy space, hockey space reviews. But uh, keep it nice and simple so it's easy to find. But anyway, um, that's been today's episode, episode 30. And uh, hopefully uh, off on the 13th of May. So then we can do the uh, season uh, two premiere of the Bleed Hockey podcast. And hopefully we can, you know, start talking about, oh, hockey coming back and uh, where we go from there. But anyway, uh, like, share, subscribe on the YouTube side. Rate, subscribe on the podcast side, and I will catch you all in the next episode. Thank you very much.